beginning to believe. Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios, this is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Petrano. Three minutes ago, Joe Vetrano was in. <laughs> My dad is the pessimist of all time mm-hmm. about our sports teams. This is a one-sentence text, an interrogative statement. What the hell has gotten into the Green Bay Packers? <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. How about that? Total team win. And you know what's scary? We're starting to believe. What is he doing? He's beginning to believe. Whoa. What is that, Matrix? Yes, sir. Yeah. Hey, man, that's a powerful thing, no doubt. Taos just said it earlier. These guys are so young that it works to their benefit in this situation of, you know, when they were playing poorly, all they knew how to do was try to play better. Right. Instead of guys who've been around a little bit, they know how it works, they know what the offseason's like, start thinking about their beach house or whatever else they got going, <laughs> start talking to their agent about wanting to get the hell out of here, this team's going nowhere, whatever. These guys say, hey, you're under contract, you're young, just got to go out there and perform, right. and they have. So finish it up. T Swift came. <laughs> That's your first no, one. No, that was my first one. Come on. I'm glad she came. More on her in a minute. Going to playoffs. Absolutely. Absolutely, right? right? Barring some unforeseen catastrophic event. And that's not based on one moment. It's not based on one game. It's not based on one half or even one quarter, which we were happy with for a while. If the season ended today, they'd be in. Yes, seven seed. And they might do better than that. Tausch thought they could go as high as five, depending on how things play out. a really soft schedule the rest of the way. Go four and one. Mm. And it's why we're so, as fans, we all do this. We're just impatient. We're not even impatient. We just, you know, like we want to draw major conclusions from the most recent thing we saw. Sure. Always, right. So yeah. we had a crummy game. We went, this team is awful. We're, I do that all the time. My wife calls it awfulizing. Whatever has happened, I've gone immediately to the worst case scenario every <laughs> now, time. Now about, I got to pay attention more. I take one moment. I look in the pocket where normally my car keys are and they're not there. And I'm like, oh, I lost my keys. They're gone. <laughs> And I'm not going to be able to go home, and then I have to get new keys, and I have to, you know, like, that's where I go yeah, immediately. Yep, 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 yep. And it's, no, oh, you just put them in the other pocket, or they're in your coat. <laughs> well, last week you are complaining because now you have to bring back the anxiety of watching the game. <laughs> yes. It used to be fun to watch them be bad because you didn't have any real stake in the games. Now there's stake. It just was, what, Brandon ro- broke a TV remote this year, didn't he? Brandon his Stein phone, Sports he guy. broke his phone. He broke his phone. Yeah. Because he was so frustrated with the performance. And you're not going to break a phone over a team that's just kind of not going anywhere, right? Because you're not going to have that same level of anxiety. When you're we're watching the Packers teams, like think of the team after the, we won the Super Bowl in, it was the 2010 season, 2011 Super Bowl. The Packers go, what do we go, 15-1 and one that year? Every game you're watching, you're like, we, you know, we need home field advantage. Yeah. We need this. We need that. We need these teams to lose. You know, when you're somewhere in the middle, and you're just the best you can hope for is, I just hope we don't play lousy. It's all good, right? If you don't win, you don't win. Fine. But now, now the games count again. <laughs> it's not a bad thing. Got the Giants coming up on Monday night. They're terrible. But Tausch did say, also with a young team, you got to make sure these guys aren't. Now, believing in their own stuff here a little uh, bit. Right? Starting to read the uh, headlines a and, little bit. Oh, yeah, we are a juggernaut. How about us, you know? And then you don't fully prepare. Oh, a letdown game. There's a difference between hubris and confidence. Sure. Hubris brings you down. Confidence builds you up, you know? And there's, there's a fine line between that. So that being a legitimate danger, 
and you expect the Packers to be confident going out to New York and, and winning that game. And then after that, it's Tampa Bay Buccaneers who are meh. And they're at Lambeau Field. That, see, the game last night, though, had a little bit of everything. It was awesome. They had star power with the whole Taylor Swift thing, the whole Simone Biles thing. She was doing a big spot for Today Show this morning. There's a big old bit about her being there, promoting the Olympics and whatnot. Yeah, the defending Super Bowl champions there. They had a chance to win it or at least tie it at the end of the game. It was a great game. It was a phenomenal game. There was a little bit of snow early on in the day that got everyone all excited. I mean, what did that game not have? Had it all. Felt like old-timey Green Bay Packers, right? Like how we were for so long. I was just explaining to my daughter, who is, you know, of, of my three kids, the most invested okay. in the Packers. She sits, she watches the games. We've watched Hard Knocks together, whatever. It's super cool. Um, seeing her come along and evolve as a fan. So now she's kind of interested in how it used to be. And I'm like, think about, she, I can't remember how we got on Favre, but I'm like, I was listening on the radio to Favre's first game, you know, where he came in and we had this dude, Don Mikowski, and he was like, not terrible. And we were really glad about that. you know. <laughs> and then he goes out and we're like, well, that's that. Not only are we not winning this game, there's a, there goes our season, and yeah. that's how Brett Favre was born, you know. And you think about that, and where we've been over the last thirty some years, it's extraordinary football. But this feels like that. But for the same reason that you can't get overly down on them when they had lost a bunch of games and were playing lousy, you know, let's not anoint anybody just ah, yet. I disagree. Enjoy the moment, my guest. They beat the Super Bowl champs at home on Sunday night. Say we don't feel good about it in I'm front of saying. the future time person of the year. <laughs> Who is Taylor Swift? Eric's convinced that she's going to win it. That's on thir- uh, Wednesday. Wednesday, right? Time releases their person of the year. She is on the short list. I, I'm sorry. I actually could have used more T-Swift. Yeah, it, I, I think the game story, thanks to your Green Bay Packers, the game story prevented that. Had the Chiefs got the, the ball at the start and marched down the field and had a bunch of Kelsey passes and a touchdown from number 87, then yeah, I think they would have shown her more. In fact, did they even show her at all in the first quarter? I think it was like once in the first half. Once in the pregame. Go Taylor's boyfriend. Oh, there she is. Oh, she got her new red coat, too. Taylor's first game in Lambeau. I I thought that was not a new red coat. It looked like once you've worn before. (laughs) No one thinks about Taylor Swift. I I told you this before. You check my downloads. You can check my playlist. I don't have a single Taylor Swift song in there. I don't mind her music, it's fine, but that's not something I seek out. But I still think like it's super cool that this global superstar in on the short list for time right. person of the year was in Green Bay, Wisconsin. Yeah. That's okay. Made a special trip, flew the jet in just and for the game. As nauseating to when they overdo it as the up oh, there she is again, hugging on Mrs. Kelsey and whoever's else. As nauseating as that can be, I actually thought NBC was a little short on T Swift. Could have used a little more. You know what? I actually felt bad for her. Because when we started to see all the video ahead of time popping up on the social media timelines of her like walking through the concourse there, like I thought for a minute there she's surrounded by like security detail. That's it. Like she was kind of walking by herself. It's like, oh, okay, now you're on. Now you're on, lady, for the next three plus hours where everyone is staring at you and you'll have to like wave or smile or say hey to everyone because you never see a bad moment of her really where she's, you know, bagging on someone or upset about something. Have to be constantly guarded. And I know for folks who don't normally have that in their life, you always think like, oh, that'd be awesome. Everybody knows who you are. That'd be oh, awesome. Everybody God, loves it you. It sounds but, awful to me. Right, it prevents you. I mean, it can be isolating. Yeah. You've heard stars talk about that. It can be super isolating. Right. When 
you don't get to walk on in with everybody else and sit with everybody else, and there's a magic to being in the bowl well, at so Lambeau Field. Simone Biles yeah. seems to be able to do that. Different stratosphere? I guess so. Even though Simone is so extraordinarily accomplished, one of the great Olympians, regardless of discipline, of all time, right? But she... Uh, it's different, maybe because she li- is it because she lives there, because she's just around. I don't know, but she's not T Swift. She's not up for Person of the Year. <laughs> <laughs> right? Who knows? Maybe maybe uh, she'll come out of nowhere. We'll but see. yeah, think about that. You know, that, that is interesting. That's a point that you bring up on Taylor Swift or someone like her, where you don't get to have a common experience. One of the great things about Lambeau Field is being out in the elements, not when it's four degrees or whatever. <laughs> That's overrated. Oh, we were at the. I was at one point, uh, I was at the, the game where the Lambo Leap was invented, where, where Leroy did the first ever okay. Lambo Leap. But that was, at the time, at kickoff, the third coldest kickoff in Lambo Field history. Not pleasant. <laughs> Overrated experience. Oh, yeah. like, oh in the cold. Sitting but, next to Jerry from Appleton, who's <laughs> walking you through all the sights yeah. and sounds of Lambo. But that's exactly Welcome it. Welcome Lambo Field. Guy passing down the flask with the blackberry brandy in it. <laughs> you, you have Go to ahead. take a pull. Yeah. You, got, you got to. You scored a touchdown. It's what we do. I don't... That's still oh, a no, you. man. Thank, thank you. you I, I got my, I'll go get a hot chocolate. <laughs> that's fine. But yeah, but that's part of it, right? She could never do that. She couldn't do that. Or could she just... But then she'd have to yeah. have people around her. Nope, she'd have you to know? have people around her. Yep. I don't know. I, I could have used a little more. Tell us back. We're lucky. We've had her twice now. That, that, let's point out, she's been to five Chiefs games, three at home. Yep. And the only two road games, Sunday night, so she's on tour with us. <laughs> Mike Trico, NBC in the broadcast there. She's on tour with us. You did notice uh, Simone got NBC time, as you said. And she had a jacket that said SNF on the top, Sunday Night Football. So somebody must have hooked her up with that. Right. It was nice. It had Bowen's number on it. Or really? Owen's number on it. It's looked, awesome. Looked she good. looks like a phenomenal ambassador. Love it. Absolutely love it. So what now? High expectations, right? Well, so, you know, with success comes expectation. I think the expectation now will be that Jordan Love never throws another interception ever again. And <laughs> never has a bad game. Yep. Running game's always good. Line's always good. Won't ever need Jair Alexander ever again. Yeah, he's still out, huh? And that they go to the playoffs. Eric's on that don't need him, I guess. Right? No, <laughs> we don't we sh- need him. We should get he's a guy without, back. You know, right. We're good. Sorry, Jair. Loved you, but I don't know. Well, it's important on... Um, for the plus and the minus to look at this team holistically, we'll let you know after 17. But the other thing I brought up with Tausch is, you know, it's whether it's fair or unfair to compare the two, you know, Jordan Love is going to be compared to Aaron Rodgers because they came through in such similar circumstances. Aaron Rodgers won six ball games in his first year as the starter. But was the team as good? Team was coming off an NFC championship. Okay, you're right. Right? <laughs> or, you know, a touchdown, a score away from going uh, to the Super yeah, Bowl, yeah, right? That right. was the overtime loss right. when Brett Favre was super, the super cold, yep. right? Putting the hand warmers in his his face mask and stuff. Ugh. So, right, you you could argue that that, would, that team had better talent. Uh, you're believing. Than this one. I'm on board. Beginning to believe. Eight twenty nine on Wisconsin's morning news. Something to put on your radar for this week. Not official. I haven't seen anything official yet, but I am hearing 
from various people that Governor Tony Evers is going to sign the American Family Field funding package that passed both houses of the legislature. I expect that to be tomorrow. So I'm always wondering about these. Like sometimes a governor will sign a measure with a lot of pomp and pageantry, a lot of excitement, a lot of people standing around, a lot of pens. And other times they do it quietly and just send out a release, hey, he signed the following bills. So in this case, we're thinking it'll be a little bit of pomp. I'm hearing it's going to be a a to-do. That it'll be at the stadium, at home plate, no less. Does he slide down no. Bernie's slide? <laughs> he doesn't do anything other than does say, he run, How about them Does he run straight? the bases? No. Does he chase after the sausages and try to beat one of them in a race? Well, I would expect the sausages would be there, not expect the governor to... Do they open and close the roof to music? Like it's clapping? <laughs> What's Evers' walk-up song? There you go. That's a fantastic question. It would be like a polka tune. It would have to be, right? Because he's polka guy. Yeah. Well, because he famously said after his re-election, when, we're going to polka tonight, yeah. folks. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I'd accept that. That's, that's, fine. that's I would Does he get walk-up music? Probably. There'll be a to-do. So we expect that to be this week. Also this week, a couple of of the years. So yes. Time Person of the Year, we already covered that. So Time Person of the Year will be unveiled on Wednesday. That's always a big to-do. And then uh, another Word of the Year, this time from Oxford. So we had the uh, Merriam-Webster uh, Word of the Year. That was uh, authentic. Oxford, and unveiled it today. It is Riz. Riz, R-I-Z-Z, which is slang for style, charm, or attractiveness, or the ability to attract a romantic or sexual partner. Oh, he's got some Riz. Oh, yeah. Interchangeably used with, he's got game? Yeah. Okay. She's got Riz. Oh, he's looking Riz today. I can't believe I haven't heard that in my house, because I rely on my kids. They're they're Gen Zers to provide that important data. I've heard Riz, but not from my kids. But I've heard Riz thrown out there. Never even heard it. Pancake uses it all the time. He does not. <laughs> he could, though. Well, when you have it, so. Yes. <laughs> when uh, you have it, you don't gloss some yourself of the other options, as having Riz. Uh, some of the other words that were being used um, that were other contenders for the 2023 Word of the Year were situationship, prompt, de-influencing, and swifty. So swifty had limited Riz, so it was not selected. Nice. I see what you did there. Thank you. I would have. It's two words, but unless they would put it together as one, I definitely would have thrown low key in there. That's something ah, I hear. At my, do you hear that at key? your house? I've heard that one too. Oh, that guy's low key hot. And you're like, what are you talking about? Well, he's good looking, but he's not whatever. He's low key hot. Hmm. But he's got a problem. Or is one thing right? Wrong with there's him. something else right. Low, not not <laughs> so a traditional hot. Like a little right. something wrong with sure. him. <laughs> yeah, low key. So it's like it's there, but you know, it's on your radar, but kind of fl- flying underneath sure. a little okay. bit. Okay. 8.32, Wisconsin's Morning News. We've got the headlines coming up next. Live, live. 20 minutes before 9 o'clock on Wisconsin's Morning News. Everybody's sick. Is your house sick? Everybody, oh, yeah. yeah. Everyone in the house. Oh, yeah. My kids keep All going home. Nobody's in school. Everybody. All five of us have fought through it. Probably hear my voice this morning, battling a little bit. Eric, on the back end of the good fight. God, I hope so. <laughs> you should be, right? Jeez. Some of these, man, I had a, something earlier this year that just hung on. It never really quite 
put me down. Right. Yeah. Right. Same right? thing. It just, but it just hung around. I don't know what that is. I mean, it's that's not COVID. Like a lot of folks, well, we're you know we're most afraid of COVID, and and that's still kind of lingers. But like that's five days and done. You know, it kind of mm, yeah. runs its course. Right. These colds just hang on forever. We had Dr. Tim Richer of Tosa Pediatrics on the show recently. So if you're wondering what's going around, it is. Uh, a buffet, if you will, of, of illnesses right now. A um, little bit of strap and uh, a number of viruses, including COVID, just keeps sitting there going nowhere. And, uh, and then we started getting some RSV a couple weeks ago. And, um, you know, unfortunately, flu is probably on the, on the tail of this here pretty soon, too. Yeah, flu yet to come. So all that stuff is out there. I bring it up, though, because so I was at the pharmacy this weekend, and I'm looking around for the good stuff. Now, I have long known phenylephrine doesn't work. Okay. Now, that was the drug that the U.S. FDA, a panel a few months ago, said, look, we've looked at now 20 years of research. It's a common ingredient in a lot of cold medicines or decongestants. It's in a, a, a cocktail with a lot of different drugs. Yeah. It's sold under a number of different brands, but Sudafed sells it. The Sudafed PE has, pseudo, or has uh, this phenylephrine. And this FDA panel said, look, we looked at two decades worth of research, this, no better than a placebo. Like, this does not work uh-huh. as a decongestant. <laughs> so there is conversation about whether or not the FDA will, I don't know if they want to say ban it from sale, but basically whether it would no, no longer be available okay. since it doesn't work. It's still out there. It was The store shelves at the pharmacy were loaded with stuff that still has the PE or the phenylephrine in it. You can get the good kind, and this is where it gets a little confusing, which is why I offer this today. Sudafed under the brand name with pseudoephedrine as the, the active ingredient. That's the good stuff. That works. So how do you find that one? And that's the one that it is available without a prescription, but you have to ask the pharmacist for it because Sudafed is also, or pseudoephedrine, is also an ingredient in meth, I guess. Okay, so you have to be of age and... And they clamp down on it. You have to show your ID. You can only buy a certain... You can't go in there and buy six cartons of Sudafed. You have Sudafed. to be stuffed up when you get there. You have to demonstrate. You have to cough <laughs> on the pharmacist. <laughs> no, I really need it. No, but it's... So you do have to ask for it, and you, you need an ID to buy it, and they... Cause you to write a signature that okay. says I'm not going to cook meth with this or whatever it says. You hit I agree, sign your name, whatever. But just make you aware if it's the stuff that has the phenylephrine in it that very likely could be pulled from store shelves in the coming weeks. And this FDA panel said, yeah, we studied it. It don't work. I've long known that. Because some of the other brands, particularly with kids, if you don't want to give them the stronger stuff, well, here, this will work. Doc Richer always said, like, most of those nope. kids' medicines, meh, give them some honey or... Put in the humidifier, whatever you need to do in the room, do what you can to make it comfortable. A lot of that stuff ain't working. But the good stuff, the pseudofed, the pseudoephedrine, that is still out there. You just got to go to the pharmacist and ask for it. 844, Wisconsin's Morning News. <laughs> 847, Wisconsin's Morning News. Was the KISS final final? Yes. The last ever? Saturday night. For real last time? Or no, seriously. One more and we got to go? Um, I don't know. I don't know. And here's you why. Don't know. Here's why. The end. Here's why we don't know. So KISS played two final, final, final shows at Madison Square Garden 
over the weekend. Their final shows ever is close to where they grew up. It was full circle, had a great run, you know, iconic band through and through, right? You can all respect Kiss, even if you don't like the music. Sure, it may not be your bag, yeah, but, but right. anyone who can uh, can be that recognizable by music and or look, hey, they, they did it right. Anyway. <laughs> Hard not to recognize them. They finish the show, right? Everyone cheers, but then a giant screen appears, and this happens. Yeah, so they left the stage to reveal digital avatars of themselves. So then they started singing this song. Cutting edge technology, they're like flying around, like they're like breathing fire and playing guitar at the same time. So kind of cartoony, computer graphic-y, AI type of stuff. And it appears, anyway, that what they're going to do is sell this. This will be their new brand. We can be forever young and forever iconic by taking us to places we've never dreamed of before, bassist Gene Simmons said. The technology is going to make Paul jump higher than he's ever done before. We've accomplished... (laughs) uh, Let's see, what else did he say here? This band deserves to live on because the band is bigger than we are. (laughs) Yes. Perfectly timed. Anyway. What does it look like? Does it look cool or no? I, I... I, I mean, it's not holograms. It's just them on a screen flying around. And, I mean, it looks cool because it looks like them, right? So they can forever be the same age. They can forever sound awesome. Experimentation with this kind of technology has become increasingly common in certain sections of the music industry. In October, a K-pop star partnered with Soul Machines to create an autonomous automated digital twin called Digital Mark. That's for Mark Twan. So, like, there's this, you know, they kind of sing with each other, I guess, and it's a likeness uh, attached to OpenAI's GPT. Um, some other groups have also done this. ABBA has done something similar to this. So what does this mean? Well, no one knows for sure, but it likely means that a KISS Avatar concert will probably show up at some yeah, So that was my question. How will we consume this? Is this a show that we're expected to go to? Or like, you can... Yes. It'll get it'll be on one of the streaming things or... Um, I would imagine both. If it was going to be streamed, yes, opportunities are there for sure. But new music could they? Yeah, why could not? they ask AI to make a song? Didn't didn't Greg play us a made up song of Oasis not that long ago? I mean, yeah, so potentially that could happen, and then the rights would go to Kiss. Right, They're, Gene Simmons would make the money. No, we told we told Chat GPT to yeah, make this song yeah. for us based on our library. Right. So That's then interesting. They, yeah, so then that would be something that could be performed. They fly around like the one's got the wings, so he's flying around playing the guitar <laughs> in, the, in the video. And these cats, meanwhile, Simmons and the boys just sit back and collect the money. And, and swim into the giant coin pools of coins and <laughs> enjoy gonna, all the cats. We're going to live forever, man! <laughs> yes. Ten minutes to nine on Wisconsin's Morning News. WTMJ, W277-CV, and WKTI-HD2 Milwaukee from the Annex Wealth Management Studios. This is News Radio WTMJ, a good karma brand station. Clint Cook at your Storm Team forecast, sponsored by Dave Drake Camp Heating, where your comfort is their family's tradition. Should be partly sunny today and a high of 40 degrees. Uh, Brendan Johnson from TMJ4 News has snow in the forecast for tonight with a low down to 32. Not much. He's got like less than an inch of accumulation. And whatever we get may linger into Tuesday morning, but probably melt off with a high of 41 tomorrow. 35 right now in Milwaukee. 
host of WTMJ Now, Steve Scafidi, in this house right now. You went to the game, eh? Oh, yes. In all its glory. That was one of the best regular season games I've ever been at. Yeah, there we go. Loud crowd. It sounded great on TV. Like, you did your job. Nice job. I can hear you. It's in my voice. I'm just getting my voice back. Were there a lot of Chiefs fans there? Yes. I, I estimate 35%. And where did you see Taylor? I know you said you saw so her. So I'm, I'm looking out uh, north end zone. I'm looking out at the field. She was to my left, I don't know, like 50 yards away in, in the lower. Well, not the lower, lowest one, but well, maybe she was the lowest one. Right above Reggie White's name. Full attention the whole time no, watching I, the game? My niece, Jenny, was sitting right below her. She's, she's sending us pic- like I don't even. My wife, my wife <laughs> Kathy's way too invested in Taylor Swift. I, I just want to watch the football game. We're watching history here. Good. They're beating the Super Bowl champs. Stop sending me Taylor Swift pictures. But it was it was. Did a she fun try night. to talk to her like through the glass? Was she banging on the glass? <laughs> I don't know, Taylor, but she had like a hundred pictures love of it. you. Well, so let me ask you this: Are love you a you. believer now? In, not until Taylor. But I believe in the Taylor, Packers. I believe Taylor Swift is the most. Yeah, oh, oh, the Packers. No, are, are you are you believer now? Are they postseason bound? Well, they certainly have a great chance. They have a, the softest record of opponents in the next five games. And why wouldn't you say that? And they're the seventh seed right now. That's true. Uh, only tough game is Minnesota at home. That's always an interesting one. But the uh, you know Monday nighter against the Giants. Giants are not good. If if this team from the last four or five weeks is the team that's going to play the next five weeks, we're in good shape. Uh, it's totally unexpected. I I actually revised my win total from eight to six like six weeks ago. <laughs> that's how confident I I saw a new Matt Lafleur. If you get a chance, watch his locker room video. Yeah, been playing some of it this total morning. Team win, and you know what's scary. We're starting to believe. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. starting to believe, baby. Great line, though. Yeah. He he, he, um, he surprised me. His play calling the, the first quarter, brilliant. Matt, I think Jen Lott over, over at the ESPN 94.5 says a master class in play calling. Agreed. Yeah, unbelievable. And you know how when things start rolling, like success breeds success. Things start rolling. Guys, like LaFleur said, start believing. Now you think you're supposed to be there. Now you start behaving that way. And just, it compounds. Super Bowl champs. Youngest team in the NFL, missing arguably two unbelievably great players in Bakhtiari and Jones. They had a couple other injury, key injuries, uh, Jair Alexander. And yet they played so well last night. That, that's that's the exciting thing. He's beginning to believe. Oh, yes. He's, I, I, I'm probably there. Did you listen to the postgame show? Man, Tausch and, uh, and Homer and Gabe, they're all in. Tausch is like, no one wants to play this team. Yeah. Well, that's true, and the formula, as we've seen over the years for being a championship team, regardless of sport, is not to have the best regular season record or not to put together that most complete six, eight months, whatever your season is. It's to be the hot hand hot when you go right into the playoffs. Time. Exactly. Yes. And this could just be that team. Oh, it's magic. I'm beginning to oh. believe. Eight fifty-seven. Steve Scafidi up next on WTMJ. We'll do the business headlines first. Here's the Milwaukee Business Journal's Linda Spice. To believe. Three thirty Eats reopens downtown inside the three thirty Kilbourne Office Building. The cafe closed in March twenty twenty during the pandemic shutdown, and a subsequent shift to a work from home environment. Property believe. manager Sherry King hopes to provide more food options for employees on site. American Transmission Company wins regulatory approval to spend ninety one point three million to acquire its Pewaukee headquarters and remodel and renovate the space. The project is scheduled for completion by early 2025. Teamsters and a coalition of labor unions file a lawsuit to restore collective bargaining rights that were eliminated under Wisconsin Act 10. The lawsuit asserts existing Wisconsin law unconstitutionally discriminates against the majority of public sector workers. I'm Linda Spice with MilwaukeeBusinessJournal.com on News Radio WTMJ.